welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. This is your host, Scott, with my famous and infamous co-host, Josh Price. What's <laughs> up? We are so mm, happy and uh, energized by season two of this podcast, which if you did not tune in to our last podcast, uh, or our first podcast of season two, where we dropped the bomb that we are going to be focusing in, we're focusing in on two places uh, that we've seen men really, really need some help in. And that is having more sex with your wife and being nagged less. And so I, um, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into sex today. It's probably you know gonna be our highest rated podcast ever. Ever. So if we say it a bunch, maybe it'll start getting us on the map. <laughs> Sorry, we do have a good good amount of listeners, but I know that there's certain things that'll just make things skyrocket. And sex is one of them. Sex sales. So, um, how's your day going? It's going good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just have to ask. It's just like in my my blood to ask that to everybody I see. Most people aren't honest, but it. It's a question I ask. So, um, sex, Josh, how do you feel about talking about sex on a podcast? Um, I feel pretty good about it. You know, like I know that this is one of those things that, um, you know, uh, men don't generally talk about, or if they do talk about it, it's more like, you know, uh, womanizing, catcalling, you know, whatever way, you know, like, um, it, it, you know, it's totally wrong. It's totally um, misplaced and everything. It reminds me of my army days of all the, I'd hit that comments and stuff like that. And, you know, that's exactly what we're um, trying to get away from and why it's all about, you know, sex with our wives and um, building connection and relationship, even though men don't say that either, but they want it. I know they want it. You know, I'm a six foot four, 260 pound orange bearded man. And I want connection with my wife. So I know other people do too. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, we're going to, we're going to be kind of, um, going against the grain in a few areas. Yeah. One, you're talking about, you know, the, the masculine or the, the cat calling type, uh, activity or, or those, those comments that probably have led to some people t- coining the term toxic masculinity, which yeah. I, you know, but um, we're not going to get into that right now. Not, not today. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole podcast. But, yeah. but, uh, but the other side of the coin, where men and women have been raised that sex is something you don't talk about, which is just a really bad idea because it's it's a it should be a really big point or a really big part of a marriage. I mean, it just and and to not talk about it. And to not do everything possible to make sure that it's healthy mm-hmm. and that it's fulfilling and that it's right is doing a disservice to our marriages and to men and to women. And so um, I just kind of wanted to put that out there right up front that we're happy to talk about it and we know the power of the, the topic. We know yeah. how important it is. Yeah. So one of the things that you um, have said to me this past week or the past two, uh, couple of weeks and everything is that you found a statistic that said that men... Um, uh, married men are on average having sex less than once a week. So that's less than 50 times a year. Um, so I'd kind of like to talk, like, we know, like, that's the overlying problem, but like, what are the deeper problems? What is it causing? So I kind of want to get into that with you today. So what, what are some of that that you found? 
so yeah, it's, it's 50 times a year is um, the newest study I've read. And that's for married couples. Um, if unmarried, it's, it's lower. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obvious for, for obvious reasons. But um, if, if you were to ask probably your average man, I'd like to get these statistics. I don't have them right off the cuff, but uh, our preferred amount of sex would be probably at least three times a week. I mean, I'm just speaking from person. And of course, this fluctuates with hormones. And, and as you age, I think things go up and things come down. And um, same with women, there's fluctuations based on, on our, our, how our hormone balances are and how the produ production of hormones are. Um, the good thing is, by the way, is that um, what I hear is that women have more desire as those hormones change and they get a little older. So something to look on, look forward to hanging on to your marriage for a long time, that longevity. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're talking because sex isn't occurring as frequent as we'd want. It's a constant grind. It's a constant like little place in the back of our head eating at us. And it's kind of, it can definitely tell us stories that just really aren't true and tell us stories that move us into the wrong direction in our lives. And, you know, we could, we could go into all the divorce statistics, which a lot of people know. And then, man, if you want to, if you want to be really depressed, step into the statistics of, um, of families that have come together, blended families from two previous divorce. You're talking about divorce rates are out of this world. And so this is like, not to say we're all doomed, or if you have a blended marriage, you're doomed. It's just to say you've got to have intentional planning activity um, and, and these principles to really work through that so that you have a phenomenal marriage. Right. Right. No, that makes uh, total sense. And, you know, go into those stories and everything. I mean, I remember, you know, uh, you've probably gone through this too, other men, but uh, when me and Kelly have hit some rough patches in the in the past, like, you know, at first you're not having sex and everything. And then the next thing, you know, you're like, as a man, you're counting the days. Yeah. You know, it's been this many days, 22, 23, 120, 140. Right. Right. And, uh, uh, so not only are you counting the days, which like we already know, like that's one principle of love is like not keeping score is not, is not doing those things because it can drive such a wedge. But then you're also saying to yourself, like, does she even love me anymore? Do I even love her anymore? You know, uh, are we, is, is this what I signed up for? Is this what marriage is? You know, is this the rest of my life? How long is this going to happen? Right. We just start saying those things and it gets worse and it gets worse. It gets worse and resentment builds. And, you know, one of the things that we do, you know, in our coaching and everything, which we really haven't talked about yet is, is, uh, is sitting guys down and talking to them and tearing down those walls that they've been building, right. That are keeping them from doing any of the principles that, uh, we're going to talk about, um, uh, here in a minute and everything. So like, you know, those stories that you're telling yourself are, are leading towards that divorce. They're leading towards the broken family. They're leading towards, you know, estrangement and resentment and all of these things. It gets worse. Here's the thing. It gets worse. The more irritated and the more shut down we become as men, the more that we don't fulfill the needs of our wives. Uh, that need, that 
emotional need on her, she's going to find somewhere for that to be filled. And so this is where I really struggle when a man says, well, my wife had an affair on me and you know, I, I didn't know. Well, shame on you for not knowing that you were leaving a massive gap. Like you had this door and you opened it wide open for her by not fulfilling a need that she had. Now, I'm not taking all the blame out of anybody. Right. All I'm saying is that um, I love the saying, the buck stops here. It's like, it, no matter what happens, there's usually some part of it that can come back to your own action. Right. Take ownership, right. Yep. So, um, you know, m- many men will, their response to this wedge and then this furthering of this gap and all this resentment that happens, they will, um, I, I said early in an earlier podcast is that as men, part of our masculine um, tendency is to chase, is to, is to pursue. And so if, if we feel like we can't win by pursuing our wives, we're going to pursue other things. And there's multiple ways that that comes about. That comes about from drinking too much and numbing everything out. Same with drugs. It's, it's, it's the numbing. It's not the high or whatever the outcome. It's the numbing of reality. And just um, uh, if you're searching joy, you're seeking joy, just the a fact that there is an absence in joy in drunkenness and being high. There's like you, you're actually numb from that feeling. It's, it's, it's false. It's, it's all the neurons and everything that's ha- happening is, is, is not joy. So um, that's, a, that's a false road to go down. Um, you know, cheating. Cheating is, again, you, you're pursuing. You've just redirected your pursuit. And that's just going to destroy the, the marriage. It's going to destroy your own mind because you, you are ultimately, this is, this is going to fall really hard on, on some people. If you've cheated with your wife, you basically are admitting that you failed the pursuit. You mm-hmm. failed. You did, not, you, you did not succeed. And so then you went and you found another pathway to succeed. And, um, and so ultimately, that's failure. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, hard, hard truths. It doesn't mean I'm condemning anybody because you know, we all have our own mind thoughts or mindsets and thoughts that take us down these roads. I'm sure there's more things that come from um, just like, I wish I could have sex with my wife more often. Right. There's more yep. things. There's so many things that come out of that that are negative. Right. Yep. Yep. And, you know, we're trying to paint that picture right now. Like we're trying to let guys who haven't gone there already know like, Hey, this, this can be the future and guys that have, uh, have, who have already been there and everything like, uh, like there is hope, you know, that's one of the things that Scott says as, uh, as well, like, you know, um, it may have happened, but there's still a way back. There's still redemption. There's still all of that. Um, and it's, it's, through, like we said, one of the principles, you know, that we call the pursuit principle, right? And that principle helps you start looking at your life uh, like an adventure, as Scott says, and how he, he paints that picture. And like we said, part of the very first part of uh, coaching with us and everything is, is we start helping you tear down those walls, start identifying them and tearing them down um, so that you can start pursuing again and earning trust if you've lost it or, or, uh, rebuilding it or, um, or if you're a great husband 
Um, I, I guess maybe, I, maybe, maybe that sounds a little too judgmental, but I'll, I'll let it stand if you're a great husband um, and none of those things have happened, but you just want a little bit more spice, a little bit more pep and everything with your marriage. This is exactly the way to get it back. This is exactly the, the way to, to pour gasoline on the fire that's already lit is through this pursuit. Uh, principle and through the adventure of it. So can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I can. Absolutely. Because um, marriages don't have to be wrecked to work on them. And, and, you know, we're, we're designed to, um, to continually pursue. I just think that's a, it's a part of us, you know, we, we'd have to go find our food every day. We'd have to, get wood or fuel so that we could stay warm. Um, you know, all these things, but we, even if we have a really, really good marriage, there's going to be plateaus and dips. And the best thing that we can do is provide ourselves with all the tools, all the mindset, all these things, and then keep them practice and continually hone them in. Because, um, I see, we're going to talk later about nagging, but I see if even like one thing that I feel like is nagging come along, I've dropped, my pursuit has dropped. I'm like, I know it's like a, it's, it's an instant like, Oh crap. And, and look, I obviously think about this stuff all the time and I still have to work conscientiously and daily on it. And so this pursuit um, is made up of all these different skills. It's not exactly what men think like, uh, you know, there, it's different than they think a lot of times. It's very, um, it's, it's not intuitive for many of us. Right. And so that's why we need coaching or a guide of some sort. Right. Okay. Can you give us, you know, uh, one example, you know, of uh, one of those tools or one of those skills um, that guys need? Absolutely. So communication's huge. Um, listening is huge. But here's a really basic one that will literally um, rock your world. Uh, and, and I know this because I've shared this with many men, many couples, and they've done it and they've come back and they're like, this is incredible. Is men tend to be because of that pursue that we're, we are the fixers, we're the providers. We just kind of have this ingrained in us. When our wives are struggling with something, uh, we will come into that and we will immediately want to help fix it. We want to give solutions. We jump right in. Hey, baby, have you thought about doing X, Y, Z? What about this? And how come you haven't done this? And so just a super simple principle is ask before you jump in. So if you see, notice your wife is having a tough day, say, hey, babe, what's going on? And then let her explain. And if she says she doesn't want it, it's fine. But she let her explain. Then the very first thing you do after that, you don't say, I'm sorry. You don't say, what about? You don't say, you don't, don't do anything and say, is this a good opportunity for me just to listen or would you like me to help give you impact or ideas for a solution? Dude, that will rock your marriage because my wife has, when I learned that my wife was like, I just need you to listen. Now when she's having a bad day and I ask her, she goes, she now prefaces it with, I don't need solutions. I just need you to listen. Or she'll come to me and it's like, this really sucks. And I need some, some, I need a, um, just a brainstorm on how we can approach this. And so I'll know, okay, now I can help take action. And it's everything I can do to not say, well, have you tried this? And have you tried this? And it's so, we want to fix it, but really 
the fixing for her is the emotional part, right? Creating emotional intimacy by just listening when she wants to listen. And now we're providing exactly what they want instead of providing what we think they want. Right. Which is a super simple concept. Takes practice. Um, I'm giving it out as a freebie. It's a good one. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's a perfect place to just kind of wrap it up and everything. Guys, go out there, try that. You know, is this a time uh, or an opportunity for me to listen, or is this an opportunity or a time for me to uh, uh, pr- work on solutions? Um, uh, try it. Let us know. Get back with feedback. Join the join the Facebook group, uh, the Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Let us know. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Anything else, Dad? Yeah, I think I just one thing. You know, we, we kind of span the, I talked about um, men that have cheated. I've talked about drugs and alcohol. I've talked about um, great marriages. The thing is, is all of these, the, the pursuit principle works for men mm-hmm. who have had three affairs and their wives are sticking it out with them. In fact, they, that's probably the biggest sign that they are in need of pursuit. So, um, so no matter where you're at in your marriage, this stuff sticks and it works. And then you're, it's not too late. You're not too far gone. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thank Love you. That message of hope. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's good. Men need hope. We can't give up. It's not in our DNA. So thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the brotherhood of fatherhood podcast. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on any of your pod, favorite podcast, uh, listening sources, all the popular ones and some of the not so popular ones that no one's ever heard of we're there um share us with your friends with your buddies let your wife listen um and if you are a man and you're married and you uh are on facebook go uh go get in the group brotherhood of fatherhood group not the page page is something you follow you want to be in the group it's a very very positive great place where you find a lot of um conversation that will help you be a better man, help you be a better leader in your home. And um, yeah, we're just really thrilled that you're listening. Have a great week.